Hey, I'm Serge. And I'm Peter. And you're listening to Future Break. Welcome to the Future Break Podcast, part of the Podglomerate Network, where we talk about emerging technology, human behavior, and what it all means for the future. And today, me and my co-host Serge, we're talking about the school of the future. No teachers, no tuition, Guess what? No problem. We'll find out about that, I guess, right? We'll find out. <laughs> we were just discussing, like, what's the most captivating way to, to put this Yeah, episode? actually, you know what? I, I should have queued up uh, Pink Floyd in the wall for this <laughs> intro here. Well, Pink Floyd didn't wait, I guess. I guess so. Yeah. Um, excited about this one here. This one doing some just kind of browsing online and i uh, came across a story and i'm just like okay this this really has my attention yeah and um you know started thinking well there's a lot here that we can actually discuss so um excited to talk about that plus you know people are going to school people are uh were actually at the time of the year when kids are this is very back true in school yeah september so it makes At a least, lot of sense yeah, to discuss States. this, mm-hmm. right? But we'll uh, we'll jump into that here, um, in, into that here shortly. This is true. Um, right now, one of my favorite parts of the podcast is the future newsflash. All right. All right. So as we talked about a couple weeks ago, Amazon, if you remember, they bought. Whole Foods. That is correct. And so on the first day, <laughs> they cut prices as much as 43% on some items. Things like avocados, the millennial generation food. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of hype about the avocados. So I think we'll see a lot more. Honestly, uh, they're going to reevaluate the whole strategy with, with all that stuff. So be good to see more. Indeed. All right. You know, in lieu of the saddening effects that happened down in Houston, and uh, hearts and thoughts and prayers go out to you guys down there, um, we were kind of surprised at some of the, how people use social media for survival yeah. during that time. Um, yeah, it was just, it was interesting to see some of the pictures that, that came out from that, and, and there were actually several articles that came out about the fact that at the end of the day, people just started reaching out on social media for help. Yeah, to co- or to get assistance. I don't think we've seen that as widespread no. before because Hurricane Katrina was really 2005, so there was no like no iPhones things like that. But, right. So this is a this is a new way of of communicating and during during the natural disaster. So yep. Yeah. Um, Google unveils a competitor to ARKit, Apple's new augmented reality platform. It's called ARCore, okay? And um, what this allows Google to do is to basically catch up with um, iPhone or even beat it. I think they've actually launched it already. So developers can start building um, AR items and things into their apps now. And it looks pretty impressive. It does. Looks a lot like, like uh, a haircut. So I'm, we'll see where that goes. It does look very much AR's like AR's the future, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Uber chooses a, a new leader, a new CEO. Well, that's been a train wreck, hasn't it? Well, Uber? yeah. We did a good episode on that uh, a yeah. while back. Um. We'll see. We'll see what happens here. I'm kind of curious. Uh, tying with Uber, and maybe who knows just to see, see what the CEO is going to do with this. But uh, just another tidbit: Walmart is testing Uber to deliver groceries. Huh. That's that's amazing. Areas. So I don't know. Maybe we're going to see a new explosion of Uber in some other ways this year. So yeah, that's very very possible. So cool. Good. Good, uh, good breakdown on some of the recent items. Indeed. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a busy tech week, I would say, or last couple weeks. Um, in addition to all this stuff, guess what's happening next week, Peter? Apple. Yeah, 
iPhone 8 oh, or right. whatever they're you mean calling iPhone it. iPhone 8, iPhone 8 Plus, and iPhone, iPhone 7. Edition. 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 Like, oh, you know, the watch editions? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll see what they decide to name it. Um, we decided be- to create something sleek, <laughs> simple. Aluminium. <laughs> they, um, so kind of just looking at some of the rumors, there's probably going to be uh, a few, possibly up to three different iPhones that they're going to announce. Um, one is supposed to be like a iPhone um 7s if you would call it i guess so today's iphone 7 form factor um basically with upgraded guts and they might call that the 7s or they might just go straight to iphone 10 or yep sorry iphone 8 um and the high-end version is the oled so Mm -hmm. oled display um no home button I mean, they're just removing things. <laughs> no headphone jack. Now there's no home button, so there's a lot of uh, a lot of excitement and buzz about that one. Um, we'll see. Two for sure, possibly three. I think we'll do uh, next week. The following podcast will probably get us all up to speed on what what was announced and yeah. kind of some reactions. At the end of the day, I want a good working phone. That has a good, significant battery life. Agreed. So. Do you find, like, I find that after about two, after about a year and a half, a good oh, year man. and a half, my battery just. Tanks. Yeah. Like, I I can barely keep half a day. Right. Charge right now. No, I, um, <clears throat> I am definitely probably going more in the lines of the route of some of these, what is it, iPhone plans? Yeah. Where you trade in every year for the new yeah, totally. iPhone. Why wouldn't you? I yeah. You're paying the same thing either way. You're pretty much paying the same thing and yeah. I mean Verizon's taking your money somehow. <laughs> or whoever it is, right? <laughs> well Yeah. Well, Verizon's the worst one, but yeah. And I'm a Verizon customer. I can say that people. Right. It's just they do things sometimes. Okay. Let's get back on track here. Yeah. No. Education. Education. I was looking, just browsing Reddit yeah. uh, a few days ago and happened to see this story. Okay. That really caught my attention. Um, probably caught your attention if you clicked on downloaded this this podcast. So, that's the... We appreciate that. Yep. Um, and, you know, it starts off with... There's a, there's two main articles that that one is from Quartz and one is from Wired that talk about the school um, and really we think it's the school of the future. There's a lot there's a lot going on here and we can maybe discuss that. Um, you know, so imagine you walk into this huge school, a huge building in Paris. Um, you see, you know, 300 or 400 students sitting there. There's just rows of IMAX as far as, <laughs> as far as the eye can see. I mean, you are, you're basically in like this place where there's so much activity and buzz and everything. And, and this happens to be a school and not just any type of school, but this is called a Cole 42. A Cole is, uh, the word for school in French. And 42 is... What's that? Do you know what that is? No. Okay. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay, yeah. The answer for life is 42. 42. That's what it is. <laughs> so it's it's pretty nerdy. Let's just say that. Um, Yeah, so as, as you walk through the school, it looks probably like a Silicon Valley, you know, headquarters. There's stuff all over the place and people are sleeping and napping you know some people are working it's like a bunch of stuff going on and so what this school does is it's the brainchild a of of a french basically millionaire that um he started one of the france's biggest isps 
and he decided instead of the traditional route, you know, we have this coding school. Let's let's do this thing for for free. Right. He's going to foot the bill. Wow. And how you get in is you take a online logic test. And so I think um looks like just from recent numbers 64,000 people took the online logic test to qualify. 64,000. Yeah. So it's 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 not an online school, it's a that physical location in in person. In person, yeah. And so 64,000 people took that exam. Um 20,000 passed. So that that kind of weeds out some Cuts of the people. Cuts out down to a third. Okay. <laughs> yep. And then from the 20,000, only the top 3,000 are accepted. The top 3,000. The top 3,000 from that 20,000. And how they do this is is really quite <laughs> unorthodox, if that's a good way to put it. Okay. Um, they break up that 3,000 into three teams of 1,000 each and basically throw them in the deep end of the pool. And about 10 to 15% of the people from that 3,000, they drop out within the first month. And so that's the setup for this new type of school. There, Like I said, there's no teachers. <laughs> I can, I can, you know, I can just see more and more like the negative reactions to this. You're building something that's designed to make students fail. <laughs> We can as, see you as here, as guys. they might as as uh forty two here might say no perhaps some get clarity yes okay it 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 sounds more bizarre the more the more I hear myself talk about it it just sounds more bizarre yeah well it? guess what though that's first of all if you make it to the top three thousand you probably should go anyways just yeah, because absolutely. It, Absolutely. There's there's quite a few that did not get the chance. So, okay. So, yeah, no teachers, um, no tuition. Yeah. You just, you're accepted and boom. And you're on three teams. Yep, three teams. There's no, um, actually, there's no, um, what was I going to say? The There's no diploma or degree that you get out of this. So, you are basically going into a immersion school where you are taught and you teach yourself to code. Um, now the difference between this type of school and like an online, you know, academy that you do for coding. Right. Yeah. Is um, this is the no, the no teachers part is really, it's kind of not true. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. What I mean by do, that. Do you explain. Okay. What I mean by that is, the teachers are your peers. Yeah. So instead of saying, okay, you know, here here is Mr. Anderson and here's good morning class and you got the apple, you know, on your desk. <sighs> your peers are your teachers. The, and so you work uh, together to solve problems and to work on projects. That's the that's the kicker right there. We few, we band of brothers and sisters, you know, forge. It's like the Lord of the Flies. Yeah. It's just... Except <laughs> less death. Three teams will enter, one will yeah, remain. Th- exactly. <laughs> Actually, that's funny that you say that because... Please tell me that's not true. No, I did not hun- see that. Okay. Okay, the, good. He used the Hunger Games as like, oh, this is like the Hunger Games where you basically <laughs> made the odds be ever in your favor. You know? Yes. <laughs> So, um, it, and the curriculum is, is also unorthodox. What they do is they teach, um, through projects. So when you start, Mm -hmm. you're given a project, um, and this is kind of how they, again, another way of weeding out the people that are just not going to make it is they're giving you a project and you work with your team. So they give you like a PDF of some instruction, you watch a video, that's about it. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, when you were talking about all this, yeah. and you were talking about describing like this big, um, well, did I hear this correctly? Big room. 
Well, I mean, it's it's it's, a, it's a it's a it's a building. It's a building, yeah. yeah. And then they they happen to have this huge room that okay. has all these, you know. Mechs. So, so uh, it's a, it's a big room, and it's got. <laughs> <laughs> you're t- you're paying this tuition or no you're not paying tuition. i'm not paying tuition at all <laughs> you're, you're basically living um a life that is in study hall yeah that's a good that's, way to put that's it that's just the i mean that's what it is you're in study, study hall, hall with the whole time a thousand of yeah. three thousand of your best friends <laughs> uh, um yeah, and and basically, so okay. Hate to be on that Slack channel. My goodness. Oh gosh, that. I can't even imagine pinging all the time like that. Then, oh. then you know someone's going to say something stupid <laughs> and just tag everyone. It's like you just notify three thousand people. You, oh. yeah, okay. Um, at eight forty-two a every morning, students get a digital project to complete, and they have forty-eight hours to complete them. Oh wow. Yeah, so one of the things that I saw <laughs> is, is it, again, very, very challenging. Um, they expect you to know how to program in C-sharp in a month. Holy cow. Yeah. So they're not playing around. So if you think this is a free ride, I'll just, you know, take it, take it at your own pace. There's a lot of that going on there, but they obviously expect you to make serious progress you know as you are as you're working on that that is super intense it is but again i I can see i can see why this would work because you've got you know you don't have a hierarchy structure right and so i think sometimes when you are in that kind of environment where you have let's say a problem Mm -hmm. or a question yep and the teacher is just busy, not available. Right. And then e- even if the teacher is really cool in your age even, that hierarchy is a mental barrier, I feel, sometimes. Because you're they're like, still better than you or something? No, or? Not, not better than you, but... They're, 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 I mean, like, actually, okay, let me explain. They're not better than me as a person, right? <laughs> but But in your head, they're not on the same playing field yeah, in some exactly. capacity... Exactly. And so you you you're automatically downing putting something on yourself that downs your capability type of thing. I think so. Interesting. I, I think there's a there's a little bit of that. And so to me, I've always had like hey, you know, in in, in previous jobs like where, where I had a question. Right. A lot of times I would just ask my coworker instead of going to a boss or a supervisor cuz I know they will know the answer. Yeah. Or no, if they don't, there's some truth to that. Or if they don't, we can work together to find the answer. Not that like, not that you should never ask the boss. You definitely should do that. But you know, if they're not available, or you know, if they have some kind of a um, busy, I don't know, schedule or whatever. Yeah. Well, no, do you the, know what I mean. I completely know what you mean. Even in the digital world, especially in the digital world, probably um, the quickest way that I feel like you learn something and it sticks. Is to have to actually do it. To do now, it. that's probably true of everything, but I would say that that crosses the line of compared to building a car versus yeah building a program. You actually have to build something um, and to put the time and effort into it to actually learn it. So, so where where I work now and where you used to work, yeah, um, I've actually talked. We've we've hired interns. We yeah. you know our company likes to hire interns mm-hmm. for the summer. And it's amazing to see that that transformation. These interns will come in. I totally agree. And they come in with, you know, their their field is this stuff, right? Right. It's marketing, social media, whatever. They come in, they work for three months on actual projects for actual clients. And they're like, oh my gosh, I got I got so much more out of this than even my degree. Which tell I mean, which Again, this that kind of position, that kind of statement actually does support what the school is trying to do. Instead of learning, you know, uh, memorizing a bunch of stuff, you are actually working on projects and you learn by the project versus just strict memorization. The, I think the goal here is to to learn how to learn 
if that makes any sense. Yeah. Especially in the tech world. You yeah. have to... <laughs> it, well, you, you can't memorize everything. If I can give some credit where credit is due. Okay. Um, We're talking about... Well, we're currently at work. Or I used to work. When I started there four years ago, you know what they're describing here? Mm-hmm. Isn't completely different than what... I mean, not necessarily in the intensity, maybe. Well, yeah, no. But I will say this. Being thrown in the deep end and surviving, yeah, it does something for you. Totally. I, I, I have to admit that, that, listen, there's something to be said about trial by fire. I mean... <laughs> I mean, we're basically almost taking kind of a an approach like tryouts for like sports, yeah, yeah, and that's applying a good way to that put it. to actual academic. Well, that's yeah. I won't get into the whole like academic versus <laughs> physical activity thing, but like right. just the the concept of you have you have to earn this basically. I I totally agree with that. And that um, does something for it, especially if you do earn it. And, oh, by the way, I did want to be a nurse at one time in my life. You did. I did. I didn't earn that. <laughs> did not. I can't see you as a nurse. Yeah, Aging more, more nurse and more. Peter. Well, hey. No, but this is. <laughs> this got is a cold blue here. This is. <laughs> <laughs> what, you're so, calling in Peter? Oh, man, just go tell the family. Just, just <laughs> bypass that all. <laughs> Jeez, that sounds horrible. No, I. Uh, by the way, I married a nurse, so. Um, so and you kind of. I mean, you kind quite, of have that. I've lived vicariously through my wife. Right. Uh, the. No, I. I completely more and more as I've understood. Like, thank goodness I failed. Yeah. In that area, and by failed, I got a C in biology or uh, anatomy and physiology. That's what. That's what did it for me. So, but um, but yeah, though that's. I'm, I, I appreciate that. Ironically, though, that was still in a educational setting where there was a professor telling mm-hmm. you something. So who knows? Maybe I don't know. I'm not. Well, I'm glad I didn't become a nurse, but I'm just saying. Does it ever change the outcome? I think I'd be very cur- curious to to do a kind of trial on. Does it change the outcome if you take the same like course? but strip out the teacher and approach it more in this sense versus. Yeah. Um, so that's what so I wanted to talk about. So yeah. we, we kind of set it up here. Here's what's been tried and what's actually working. Okay. Um, they actually have a, a coal 42 in Silicon Valley now. So there's two of them. I think they're working on a couple other ones. Um, well, seeing it sounds very scalable outside of somebody yeah. funding it. That's and that's really the only downside is you just have to have a good willed, good natured person. Um, it costs about um, seven million euros a year, so that's about what about ten million bucks a year to run this thing. Good night. <laughs> yeah. So you, I mean, you have a well Zuckerberg. You have somebody like that. Okay, I got to put that paying perspective. for it. This is three thousand students. So. Three thousand students. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, that doesn't. Let's just do the math here, right here. Yeah. Here. So we got seven million. Mm-hmm. Divide that by three thousand students. That's about two thousand three hundred thirty-three dollars a student. That's actually not bad. Holy cow! The economics in that are fantastic. That's really not bad. That's fantastic, <laughs> dude. I could so skip the donation, man. I'll I'll put my money up front. <laughs> That's incredible. So, uh, just to finish okay. up, vi- just finish up on this yes. on, the, on this ACO forty two. Eighty percent of the people that apply or that are in the school, they get job offers um, before they even graduate. Okay, let's. let's I want to make a clarification there. Okay, people who f- who actually complete. No. So while they're in the school, eighty percent of the people work that are in this school already have job offers lined up. 
So you're saying you walk in the door and you have a job offer practice. Okay. Well, you're there for three months or something like that. Yes. You have a job offer. Yes. Yep. And again, this one, this one's probably harder to prove, but they're saying that a hundred percent of people after they complete yeah. a Cole 42, they have a job. I believe that. That's a, I mean, that's a big. Wow, that's, that's fantastic. A, that's a really good statistic to have on your side. Oh, my you goodness. You know, when you're trying to make this school thing work. But the numbers don't lie. Right. And, um, you know, it's, there's a lot, there's a lot of really cool things about this. So, I actually took, I think I, think I remember telling you, I took a coding, um, online coding Kind of a like a eight eight week um yeah. eight week long eight course week. Yep. online. Yep, and it kind of reminds me of that, but this sounds better because I have you know if I were to be in this school, I would have people that I can just turn to and say, "Hey, how did you solve this?" and find the answer or find out how to find the answer. You know what I mean? Yes. No. Um, I would say there are some people, I would say including myself, um, I would say now as a, a bit owner that changes a little bit, but but there's people like myself, maybe you can relate with this too, that knowledge is something that we crave, mm-hmm. okay? We want to learn more, understand more. Um, that's one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast. Side note, we actually just, we kind of want to know how some of this stuff works. Um, Absolutely. Right? But the, hopefully the, hopefully we're helping you with that. But the side of that is just the fact that, like, you actually have to do it, right? I mean, you can learn so much. Yeah. But until you actually implement it, and in the medical field is almost sometimes laden with some of this. Yeah, we I mean, don't get me wrong; that's a trial by fire too. That's absolutely for sure. it has to be. But you're you're you you are you're in the books like crazy. Yep, being taught, 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 and then you start to get some of that application as far as like your residency and stuff like that. So that's actually a pretty decent process. Right, it's the concept though of going. You've learned this. You've learned a. You've how do you say? You've learned about a skill. Maybe yeah, that's the difference, there, there right? You go. That, you've not learned the skill. You've there. learned about the skill, yeah. and then you get pushed out into the environment. And you know, what's one of the number one things that some people who are educated complain about when they hear get rejected? I didn't have enough experience. Well, that's the difference. Yeah. You're actually learning through experience in this concept than anything. Rather than, yeah. yeah. One of my favorite TV shows is Scrubs. And oh, yeah. The first couple episodes, JD, the main character, is, you know, he thinks he's a hotshot doctor. He graduates from medical <laughs> school, walks in, and and now he has to put in, you know, or draw blood. And he <laughs> makes the nurses do it. He's just like, I've. I've read about it, but I don't know how to do it, you know? And, you know, obviously they exaggerated a little bit, but but, right. but in some ways I'm like, they probably don't because in school they would teach you, my sister's a nurse, so they would teach you like, oh, here's how to do a trach on someone. But then when you're faced in that situation where, okay, you got a person that's going to die unless you cut open their, you know, a, a slit in their th- in their throat to right. put a tube in there to, so they can breathe. That changes the game right there. Your books go out the window, man. <laughs> True. You know, and, and you have to do it. And, but now it's not a dummy. It's not a cadaver. It's a human being. And so that, I don't know, that changes, that changes the equation quite a bit, I would say. Right. Right. So last thing I wanted to say about the school um, is, what is it like to be a student? So I'm sure that's a question a lot of people ask. And it uh, turns out um, Quora has a has a guy that posted an answer that actually went to the school. 
His name is, uh, I think his name is Johan Bittner. Bittner, yeah. And he says, many of the people here have experienced university, so it becomes a natural contrast. Interesting. Mm-hmm. At university, you were told what to remember and how to regurgitate it on exams. Yeah. At 42, you have to ask other students for links to materials you need. You then learn it is not a parrot. It is not as a parrot, but as a practitioner, the litmus Mm -hmm. test being that you can translate it usually to C, which is the programming language. Then you need to apply it to your problem. It's a much higher standard of evidence. You need... To not just know, but to understand. That I love that. That is fantastic. You need to not just know, but understand. I don't know if you just the way you just talked about it, talked out loud made it sink in just a whole new way. But my favorite word in there, and this is a word that I have come to just truly love: practitioner. Practitioner. Yes. That is. Oh man. You hey, listen. Results are the thing that that showcase. Absolutely. Right. You can have a lawn lawn mowing company. You can be a, you can know everything about grass, but unless you know how to cut a, someone's lawn, you're not getting the job, man. Right, exactly. So let's contrast the amazing things that we heard about the school with today. So, right, probably everyone has, um, has been to a school where. This is a familiar picture. You walk in, teacher's desk is usually either at the front or at the back. You got a nice row of chairs, 20, 30 students, whatever. Right. Whiteboard, chalkboard, smartboard. That's about it. Right. And we're learning the same way we've learned for hundreds of years. While the world around us has been changing at unprecedented pace. Mm-hmm. Why are we learning the same way? Well, that's that is a great <laughs> question. Um, that's my big problem. Well, probably in, in at least in the United States. I mean, quite frankly, change takes a while for something that's ingrained in the system that long. That's I would, true. I would say. And we're finding, I mean, there's weird things that happen from time to time. I mean, just down the road, there's a school that is only open four days a week. Okay. Like, they're off on Mondays. Really? Yeah, the whole system. Huh. Um, so, I mean, there's there's things like that where they're beginning to try to, you know, maybe change things in and out to experiment with things. But this is a this is a this is a ph- huge philosophical like philosophy philosophical philosophical, philosophical you thank you change yes right I yeah. mean this is um and and, and to I think it there it is worth mentioning at what point is it a good change I mean do you really want to start teaching in this way when the kids are in second grade right kindergarten or is this like a really good moment in time when they are in High school, right? Or, or, yeah, when they are in college. So, uh, I mean, I think there's, I think there would be some interesting information that probably our our mindset, you and I, would be. Well, it depends on the individual. True. Right. That's true. Right. Um, and there's something in the whole American system that's the no child left behind. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. That's. For what it's worth, whether or not that's you know completely that that motto is still at least, I think ingrained in that system in some capacity. Totally, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, I think you're right that it, it has to be a philosophical, like mental model shift. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody has to, at the top levels of the education system, decide that this. There's a better way to do this. Now, we Americans, we like to, there's a problem. What do we like to do? Throw money at the problem. (laughs) (laughs) You got people failing. Let's just throw more money at that. That's going to solve the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Well, it's funny you say that. that, You think about the, okay. Okay. 
this is something college college debt okay let's just talk oh, about boy. this okay two thousand three thousand dollars this guy is forking over to pay for somebody to yeah. be a part of this i mean why in the world it's twenty forty thousand dollars a year the at highest? a college down the street not to mention all these other colleges I mean, there are kids coming out with going back to the concept of just head knowledge <laughs> with 90 grand or more, mm-hmm. and there's nothing they can do. Yep. Yep. Whereas, let's just give this as an example. You plunk down $3,000 if it wasn't paid for you. You make it. You do. You are not one of those people that get that is part of the 80% or whatever. Right. Or I don't know how many people pass completely. I guess they didn't say. Well, 10% leave, they say, within the right, first right. month. Right, So let's let's just do that. You're one of those 10% of people. Oh, well. That is that is a huge differing cost on your life. Because at the very least, you will have been challenged in a way that is very, yeah. very unique and will probably put you down a path of clarity of like, okay, maybe this is maybe more of what I need than anything. So I, I think, I mean, versus in debt. And I, I, I shouldn't laugh, but it, it's just so absurd to me. Um, I, I'm, I'll admit it. Okay. I'm the guy who paid for college out of pocket and no, I did not have any parents who saved me any money. Okay? Good for you, Peter. I, I guess I should clarify. I had maybe three thousand dollars going into college saved, so I th- I'd be clarify that. Clarify again. Clarify that. But <sighs> I don't know. This is yeah. What's yeah? I totally on board with you. Tuition is just out of control. But the, it just goes back to throw the money at the issue. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Let's just throw more money at the issue. You know. Um, the the school system for you know whatever city is failing let's again let's just throw more money we we always think money is the answer and money does help sometimes i'm not going to say it doesn't it absolutely does um but again you know having a dollar that's that's well spent versus a dollar that's just kind of thrown in the air and <laughs> wherever it lands it lands right. that's a big difference i think and I would love to see, like, okay, my son just started middle school. I have, a, I can't even believe that I have a middle schooler. Yeah. Right? They're getting Chromebooks at school, which is a huge step up from our days of school. Oh, man. Right? We had, we did it, you know, like, like Neanderthals. We had to write things on paper with a pen and a pencil. Remember cursive? And, yeah. <laughs> cursive. <laughs> Everybody writes in cursive. Said the teacher. Curse, I curse you, cursive. <laughs> so you learn these. Okay, going back to the Chromebooks, I'm like, that's awesome. I'm glad you're. You know, the school district is actually providing these uh, Chromebooks because guess what? That's where a lot of the jobs are heading, anyways. You know, and that's a whole other episode that we'll have to definitely do: automation and universal income. Mm. We've talked about that before. right? Oh boy. Yes. I think that's where a lot of jobs are heading. And I applaud them for even they're starting our school district in Sioux Falls. We are starting um, to give out like iPads. I think iPads are kindergarten and first grade and then Chromebooks after that. And so you get a Chromebook for your entire school career. Now, how effective is it? It's, you know, it's still... It's still not a mind shift. Like you're not teaching in a different way, but it definitely helps. Oh, well, completely. Agree. You know, it helps that okay. Now you have you have a response of responsibility that each student has to have, and then you you teach them about you know the the web. I guess you teach them about um, how to how to write document. We used to take computer classes, Peter. For goodness sakes. 
I took it. I took a ten key typing class. You know what? I'll admit it. I never took a single one. <laughs> um, I never I, took a computer class. Did you, you guys did typing? Did you not? Or, no, no, I didn't even do that. I I wasn't even offered. Really? Totally. We were offered. We were. I remember we were learning on like these nineteen eighty green screen computers, learning how to type. Well, I played uh, some sort of computer games in kindergarten at the public school. <laughs> um, yeah. It's all about games with you, isn't it, Peter? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But now, I don't think they're offering these computer classes because you... Well, it's a part of your life. It's now. a part of your life, yeah. And the, so... You know what, though? You know, honestly, let's go... <clears throat> philosophical. Let's look at this philosophically. Okay. I honestly think that there's a lot of truth to what I'm going to say here, and I could be wrong. But 42, and maybe... Other schools that maybe will maybe go down this route, the reason why they will have people who do so well is because they are literally 20% mm-hmm. head knowledge, 80% behavior. Right. That behavior piece is the kicker. I agree. That's that's it. I'm serious. I, oh man. If you want, you listen. The concept of you're all talk or that's all talk mm-hmm. that is for real. Like you, you can know all the stuff, but unless you do something, it's not going to change anything. Right. By the way, and if you don't believe me, I'll just I'll just propose this, and I'm talking to myself here too. Okay, I want to be very clear on that. When it comes to finances, you know that saving money is important. Yeah, you know that. All this type of stuff. But the people who win are the ones who just diligently 80%. I mean, like, the behavior isn't... I'm giving these numbers, but just to try to compare it. Like, skew it, right? Like, behavior is important. And so, this is where, you know, you talk about Chromebooks. Mm. Regardless of what you provide the kids, and maybe, you know, and I think this is important to note, I think Chromebooks are a great thing to add to kids' life. You you help teach the kids the behavior aspect of it of like, right. hey, you do this and this is going to be kind right. of what the result is going to be. That's something that you know with a Chromebook they can do amazing things with, right? So, yeah, I think the other thing. Um, so we had no child left behind. That was the whole you know Bush era policy, which was kind of a failure in a lot of in a lot of ways. And then, kind of in the Obama, I don't know, Obama administration, we had, um, what is it, Common Core, right? Yeah, I really struggled with Common Core. <laughs> I know you do. My kid would bring home. Here's here's a, especially math. The other stuff I didn't really get as much exposure to, but yeah, the math the side, math of things. side, and I'm like. <laughs> this is the most asinine thing I've ever seen in my life. And I would well, I would get so, you can ask my wife, I would get so frustrated. I'm like, this is stupid. But trying not to right. do that in front of my kid because if he sees me getting frustrated, what is he gonna think? Well, we don't understand it though, right? Oh it was okay, and I agree with I think their heart was in the right place when totally. they designed it. We wanna we wanna teach critical thinking. We wanna teach that. That's a huge part of it. Right. Totally agree with that. Application, in my opinion, was absolutely wrong. They would teach you methods of like cal- of doing multiplication. I'm like, if you just do it the way we did it, you know, or addition, right? They had to draw, you know, linear, uh, linear lines and all kind. Like I'm like, just, just do twenty plus twenty. You know, zero plus zero is two plus two is four done no they had like oh you have to draw a line graph and you know every problem was a word problem so it wasn't like you know here's 15 problems here's a word problem (laughs) sorry i'm kind of ranting here now i apologize listeners you're making me nervous but yeah and i'm like okay i love the aspect of critical thinking right application in my opinion was wrong yep how do we make that application correct I think the way you teach critical thinking should be by teaching and actually requiring 
programming starting in elementary school. Yeah, no, I... So if you think about it, you start off with... Yep. You teach people and you use games, you make it fun. Yeah, you right. Know, you teach kids. Here is a function. And so if you... And I've seen I've seen like this where the game looks like a puzzle where you're, you're building the the actual programming is in puzzle pieces. And so you, you have like a character on the right side and the left side is where you drag your puzzle pieces in. And it's like one puzzle piece is move one step right. Another one is move one step left. And you kind of, and you guide this character through a maze. Right. And the kids don't know it, but they're actually programming, you know? Well, <laughs> yes, I, I took, school I went to, I took logic for two years. Yeah. And so it, it, programming is a very similar concept. It's logic-based. It is. Right? It totally is. If this, then that. Yes. Yeah. And that and that does do something for your critical thinking. Yeah. So. Okay. I, I would love to see more, hmm. more of that. I think, so let, let's kind of um, wrap or kind yeah, of no, position. Yeah, no, let's wrap. Let's, I don't know if pa- the... School 42 is the best model. Like, if I think about it, if the, the Sioux Falls School District adopted this model tomorrow, right. or next school year, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to work. I agree. Because there's a diversity of information being taught. Um, a lot of it is, is set up knowledge for future, for future things. So you're, you're setting up kids to learn basic math, basic grammar, you know, you're teaching that kind of stuff. So where school 42 could really work, I think is, um, you know, postgraduate post post high school, you don't have, you have lots of little schools. So you have a school 42 for, um, let's say electrical work. Oh, I was going to say, right. You have a school 42 for, I don't know, baking, you know, you have, you have baking classes and all that stuff. So a lot of that is already practiced in that sense, but like, you know, one model you can, you can maybe use to help, you know, offset some of the costs is have real companies say, we need this project done and submit these ideas to these schools or these types of schools where they teach, you know, all these skills and there you go. There's your real world. Right. We need a marketing campaign for, you know, one of our regional hospitals here. Well, I don't know of this completely, but the uh, my mom was what they called a three-year nurse. So in the nursing world, there was two years and four years. That's kind okay. of what people know right now. Well, if I'm not mistaken, I feel like the three-year nurses had more of this concept of it was educational, but you were in the system. Sure. Um, like working on things. And don't get me wrong, that's part of the medical field anyways, but like that was a more heavy part yeah. of the of the process. So anyways, yeah. I would love to see that. Um, I think the more, the more tech we introduce um, in the beginning of like elementary school, and again, it does, not just for tech's sake, not just to say, hey, we have iPads and we have, you know, Chromebooks or whatever, but really teaching using those applications in the way that you and I use them in the real world today. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, designing curriculum around that rather than just saying, oh, you're going to use this as a word processor, basically. Instead of t- writing it out, you're going to type it out. Well, that's that's good, but we can we can probably do better than just than than just that. I think. I don't know. What do you think? I think it goes back to that individual con- concept of what is best for the person learning learning style. Yeah. But at the end of the day, um. You know, probably one of the reasons why this sticks so well with these kids is because it's a challenge every day. Yeah. And I'll be honest, 
if everything is quote unquote comfortable, it's not much of a challenge. Right. And innovation and new thought processes come from struggles. Yep. Which and is break, sometimes a hard reality as yeah. a human, but that's but there's a lot of truth to that. So Yeah, I, I agree. I think a lot of breakthroughs um come from just working out the the problem and looking at it in a different light. Um you know the way the way that I I don't know if I can use a building analogy is I would rather have an educational system that teaches them, you know, let's say how to read a a plan for a building and how to set up the scaffolding. Oh yeah. Then a system that says here's all the memorize all the steps <laughs> in how to build this building and you start from the ground up. I mean, okay, you can probably do that, but unless you know how to, you know, learn, unless you know how to set up scaffolding and oh, read the plan, here's the plan, you can figure out the details. Knowing the plan is is a huge huge part of it. It's part of it. That's what I would say. Yeah, no, I I think you're right. Um, as the school said that you were talking about 42, the concept of we actually they actually showcase people like a video and a PDF or something like yeah. that, right? So once again, this goes back to the concept of it's not that the the information isn't there in the sense of what people are learning elsewhere. It's the actual implementation of doing the work in a different way. And quite frankly, a much cheaper way. My <laughs> goodness. It's about being a practitioner, Peter. It's about being a practitioner. Yeah. Be a practitioner, people. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks everyone for sticking around for this episode. Um, there's a there's a lot that we could have went down, I think. But yes, uh, for time's sake, we're just going to keep this uh, relatively in a normal size, I guess. <laughs> um, you can check us out on futurebreak.net. That's our website. Um we are on Twitter at Future Break Pod, P-O-D. Um, Facebook, Future Break. I mean, basically all the social media out there, we're, we're pretty much part of it. Yep. You can also hear us on Apple Podcasts. Um, we're on Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Overcast. I mean, we've got a whole slew of things that we're on. It's true. And thanks to the Podglomerate for, for really getting us to that point. I think we are we're very grateful for that agreed yes thank you to the podglomerate please check them out at thepodglomerate.com as yep. well and once again if you want to check out our information and all our different things like Serge just said in the past and even today futurebreak.net check it out alright thanks everyone thank you have a magical day cheers Thank you.